What's up, everybody? Thank you for listening to the Tuesday Special Podcast. Before we get into this week's episode, I'd like to thank our official sponsor, Cabarrus Brewing Company, Concord, North Carolina, on McGill Avenue. Your beer from here. They have everything from wheat, IPAs, double IPAs, all your craft beer needs in the Concord area. Thank you for your support. Go check them out. CabarrusBrewing.com. Let's get into the episode. Everything you said, they already knew, more or less. Oh, well, here's something that you didn't know. Two of those special atomic bombs haven't gone off. All right, how's everyone doing today, tonight? This weekend, this week, I don't know, whatever you're listening to this podcast. Uh, this is episode three of the Tuesday Special Podcast. That's right, the Tuesday Special Podcast. My name is Patrick Price, I am your host, and we have a pretty fun podcast. Uh, my guest today is a guy named Brad Wilson. Brad was a super wrestling fan. Uh, we'll get into it, you hear his whole story. I've known him for about, uh, I think he's been going to PW shows for like three years. I've known him for about a year and a half personally. He's become uh, one of my good friends uh, around wrestling. He's been on a bunch of my podcasts. Me and him talk wrestling all the time. Uh, he's helped out with videos. He's helped out with, uh, everything we asked him to. And, uh, Brad's a cool dude. He's got a cool story. Uh, Brad supports me and my friends, uh, in the comedy field. He supports the wrestling thing. He's just a supportive dude. And that's hard to find in these, this time and day. But yeah, man, Brad's an awesome dude. Uh, he, like you hear about his his love of comedy, his love of music, his love of professional wrestling. Uh, I know this is the second podcast episode that has a heavy wrestling aura to it, but uh, that's I mean that's the people I hang out with, and I and I made a claim to myself that when I started this podcast, I was going to talk to my friends, I was going to talk to my friends, my family, my foes, uh, my business partners, my business associates. That's what it's about. Uh, I got some cool stories. Uh, we were at BBT Ballpark last night uh, in Charlotte, North Carolina. That's the, the White Sox affiliate in Charlotte. Uh, we had a wrestling show there, and it was pretty wild, pretty crazy to see wrestling in a ball field. I've been to like the big ball field shows up in the Northeast. Uh, I've been to a few of those and seen what those are capable of, but never in the in the Mid Atlantic in the Charlotte area. But it all came off without a hitch. I think everybody was happy with the with the performances and the uh, the crowd. Uh, yeah, that was the longest baseball game I've ever been to in my life. It started at five Oh five and we had three matches after the show. And, uh, yeah, it took like four, no, not four hours, like three hours to, to play the game. I, I mean, like not even, not even three, maybe four it started at five Oh five. We went on at nine. So that's so a four hours from the, the first pitch to when we set up. So it's about three and a half hours. First four innings took like two hours, from five of five to seven. First four innings. Uh, the, the Knights won. It was, a, it was a good baseball game. If you ever get a chance to go out to that stadium, it's amazing. Uh, I think it's Charlotte's Knight, charlottenights.com. Tickets are super affordable. It's a beautiful stadium. Uh, they have great food, great beer. I mean, just knock it out. But, yeah, I've talked too much, and it is a sweat box in the studio, the garage studio. So, without further ado, this is my talk. With Weekends Are For Wrestling's on, Brad Wilson. I might keep that in there. I don't know. All right, we're sitting here in Hebron Hall, the wrestling mecca. 
the wrestling mecca, the home of Charlotte, North Carolina, <laughs> the home away from home. The home away from home. If I'm not at home, I'm here. If yeah, I'm not that, here, I'm at Cabarrus. Is that true? Huh? You hear more than you, you hear more than I am, or am I here more? No, than I was just exaggerating. I'm being oh. more interesting. Oh, for the shows. Okay. Oh, for the show. Yeah, we're here a lot. Can't I remember. Think. I remember the first time we ever walked into this place. Yeah, I mean, I always I got a text from Brian. He's like, "Hey, come to this address," and then like, filming filming the announcement filming that uh, is coming in. This place is crazy. But, yeah, so uh, we're here. This is the Tuesday special podcast, and this is Brad Wilson. I am Brad Wilson. Brad Wilson is a wrestling fan, become a friend, now helps out a lot with PWX. Yeah. It's going to be like the second PWX portion show, or PWX, I guess, topic show. Topic show. we had Brian on two weeks ago. Hopefully I'll be just as entertaining as Brian. This will be way more entertaining than Brian. (laughs) (laughs) No, thank you, Brian. But, yeah. So, and yeah, but the, we'll go ahead and the Weekends Are For Wrestling Facebook group. Yeah, it is. Uh, weekends Are For Wrestling. You can find it. You just type in hashtag Weekends Are For Wrestling on the search is bar. Is the hashtag part of the name on the group? Yeah, okay. it is. It, is. Gotcha. it started out as a hashtag, and then one night I was just like, yeah, I'm going to turn it on into a group. And gotcha. then by the time I woke up, I had 211 followers. Oh. Um, so I started trying to take it into a little bit more. I have a lot of big plans for it. I've kind of scaled back because I realized I don't have enough time in the day to yeah, do everything I want to do. That's the worst. That's (laughs) the story of my life is like you put something out and it gets a little bit of a little, a little bit of a buzz. And then you, you have all these ideas for it. Yeah. And then because like I was just, I started it and I was going to start originally, originally how it started out is the group was so fans could carpool together. Wrestlers could carpool together. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, and it's evolved from that because I guess uh, fans start. Uh, fans only Start want to ride with the other people they mm-hmm. know. And the whole thing was to bring people together. It's like, hey, I'm from this area, but and you know, I'm from this area. We don't know each other, but we can ride together. And so apparently are, people aren't that. So are you one of the, like, were you one of the people that if wrestlers need rides, you yeah. let them hop in the car and go? Yeah. Okay. I've driven high profile to Florida. Really? Yeah. Is that your first fest? Fest. Is that yep. your first fest? That was the first fest. Yep. That's a cool story. Let me hear that story. How did that? How did all that come around? Well, I've wanted to go to fest since I started seeing it. I had friends that go down there. Mm-hmm. Um, they're also PWX wrestlers. Yeah. And so I was like, hey, I, I may want to go down on this fest. Is there anybody to ride with? And then so Taylor, um, Rob Kiljoy's mm-hmm. girlfriend, mm-hmm. she hit me up. She's like, hey, if the guys can ride with you, Rob said he may be able to get them a spot. And I was okay. like, enough said, because... So you were already planning on yeah. going down. Okay. Yeah, I was planning on going down if I could find a carload of people to split costs with. Gotcha, okay. Um, so we ended up going down, splitting costs, splitting an Airbnb. Um, they ended up getting a spot on the show. Got, just, just so you know, if you ever need another Airbnb, just hit up Tony, because he has one. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't Because he that. invited... It sucks, because Tony... If the, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, there's a company called Fest Wrestling uh, down in uh, Gainesville. Florida. Yep. I always say Gainesville, Georgia. Every time I talk about it, every time, like leading up <laughs> to the show that we did with them, every time I'd say Gainesville, Georgia. But Gainesville, Florida. And uh, Tony Fest, Tony Weinberg is the owner, and he also runs a big music festival, yeah, October 28th weekend, I think. Yep. That's Fest, the Fest Music Festival, and that's, I guess, he's from the music industry. I didn't know, I've never really, I want to sit with him and talk and have him on a, as a guest on the podcast. Oh, but he but he invited me and Brian. He's like, listen, man, if you want to come down September, I really want you to come down October, the October date, because that's our big show. But if you want to come down September, uh, let me know. I'll keep the Airbnb open and this and that. And I'm like, dude, that's awesome. But 
I got a little alien on the way. So, <laughs> and like the like for September first through the day the baby's born is no go. Like no fly zone for Patrick. I can't go anywhere. I got to stay stay at home or at least around the Charlotte area. Nice. But yeah, I, I've had a chance to meet Tony when I was down there, and I was like, "Hey, man, oh, he's I, a trip, I, man. I, I love him. Oh, dude, I was I like, "Hey, I drove death. down from, and actually before PWX first, this was way before PWX first fest was even an idea. Uh-huh. And I was like, "Hey, I'm from Charlotte." Uh, he's like, "Oh, do you go to PWX?" He's like, "I love PWX. I'd love to work with him one day." Yeah. And let him know, and like less than a year later, there's yeah. this insane, it's, insane event at Hebron Hall. It's so, cool. It's cool when you can make this stuff happen. Like, and it took a lot of work, but it was fun. And yeah, and it was an incredible moment. It's on, available on the Hotspots Wrestling Network if you're into the wrestling thing. Hotspots is it hotspotswrestlingnetwork.com? Yeah, yeah. So the whole thing typed out because yes. I always try to type in. I always try to shorten it, and it never works because it's. I've little, always told Mike like hwn.com. Like if it's available, just yeah. hwn.com is so easy, but it's not available. But yeah, so okay, so I'm sorry, I just straight cut, <laughs> like completely cut into your story there. But uh, so you were going down to fest. Yeah, and, and then Taylor hit me up mm-hmm. and. Uh, I've been friends with Will and Shay. Will and Shay were, when I first started going to shows, they were first the first two wrestlers to really start talking gotcha. to me as more than a fan. And then Killjoy and uh, Drake. And then, so I've always had this friendship and this bond with Will and Shay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anytime they need anything that I can help out with, I'm automatically down. And as soon as I started, hey, possible spot, done. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Done. So we went down there. It was supposed to be we all split the drive. Uh, an hour into you, you it, everybody's all. asleep, and yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I drive, <laughs> I drive the whole way, which doesn't, which didn't mind That's me. That's what, like, I, I always say, it's so funny because like I, there are a few times that we worked with uh, Evolve, I would like Henry and Drake would ride with me, and I would always drive, and my girlfriend would get onto me, but I'd always drive because I hate riding with other people. Like I des- I despise being in a car with someone else driving. Like I, I get to the same way. Your paranoia. Or? There's there's certain people that I feel comfortable riding with, and it's like, people like that I've known over mom? a decade. Yeah. Well, well even my like, dad. My dad's a truck driver, and I still hate oh, riding with him because see, he drives in a small car the same I way can, he does a truck. I can ride. I can ride with my mom and dad, and, and maybe like Katie. Maybe no, Katie. My, but Katie, like I still. We were in the car yesterday, and I, I was going to try to take a nap because we had a party to go to. And I told her, I was like, you just drive, okay, it's fine. And every time somebody hit the brakes from her, I'd be like, brakes. <laughs> Turn here. She's like, I know where I am, Patty. Okay, sorry. A, All the time. Me and my, I took my girlfriend down to Fest uh, this past show. Uh-huh. Uh, well, the, yeah, the show before PWX Fest. And we drove down there. And I was going, I needed some sleep because I had APW. Then I woke up early. Uh, we're going down to Gainesville. I drove down to Columbia. We got some breakfast. I was like, all right, just drive to Hardyville, which Hardyville is right above Savannah. Okay. I go to sleep. She wakes me up. I'm like, man, I feel like I didn't even sleep an hour. She's like, we're in Hardyville, and I'm still waking up. I get in the driver's seat, and I look around. I was like, we're 200 miles from Hardyville. I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, no, the sign said Hardyville. I was like, we're not in Hardyville. So I drove uh, all the way down there. Oh. So, but uh, What is Gainesville, like eight hours? Uh, six and a half hours. Oh, that's not too bad. No, nah, it's not a bad drive at all. I might people, need to make that drive. After, after the baby's born, I'm going to make it to a fest show. But people now is like, I don't know if I'm brave enough. I may try it next time just because the expense gets a lot getting the Airbnb and everything. Yeah. But people now are driving down there and then after the show, driving back Ooh, and getting back, which I don't know if I could do that. I've I done that. Up. Like, Jake Manning is the king of that. And I've done that for, to New York. No. Uh, like, to New York, fit to a show, film it, break the ring down, drive back. 
That's made for many of very scary experiences and many of good stories <laughs> from those days. But I, I love being on the road. Uh, like, but now I've tailored it back. Like I really, I wake up at five a.m. to go to work. So I used to travel like there. a Saturday, Friday night. I'll travel. Saturday, I'll travel. Okay. Sunday, the show has to be close to me, or else I'm not. I used yeah. to like go to Greensboro, three, two, three, two and a half, three hours away. Used to go check out some of the. I was like. Not, not anymore. Yeah. Like I wake up way too early for That's, that. I'm, I'm with you. I can't. The, uh, I used to like the road. I used to like to drive, like ride and drive mm-hmm. and everything, but now I'm. Well, see, I find myself now, like I haven't gotten fully to that point. I still like driving, and I got to myself now that if I stay home both days on the weekend, yeah. I'm no more rested on a Monday morning than oh, that's I am true. if I was. So I feel like I just wasted it. Well, it's experience. Then, like I'm an experience-based person. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if you – like, you can't take anything with you if, when you die, so do things for experience. Yeah. That's why, like, being a professional wrestling fan or a music fan or a sports fan and you spend all this money on games and concerts and wrestling events and all that, anybody outside of that bubble will look at you and be like, why, like, why do you waste your money? Oh, yeah, and that's the, biggest, that's the biggest thing I hear all the time from my friends that don't go. They're like, why do you go to wrestling? Like, you're never – I was like – I was like, this is what I enjoy. Yeah. I was like, I understand that I'm not, as like, I'm not understanding, I understand I'm not going to the same bars as you every single Friday and Saturday. But, but you go spend 40 or $60 at a bar yeah. drinking. And- <laughs> I was like, and understand now it's gotten to a point where I can go to any show and not know if anybody's going and still find people to hang out with because yeah. I mean, the wrestling community as a whole, uh, I've been accepted into, um, I have friends at every promotion that I've ever, I've been to promotions where I didn't know a single person that was going there yeah, and ended up being able to sit with a group of people because, oh, I I didn't know you were coming. That's what it's all about. That's what I love most about wrestling. It's like uh, I come from a background of not everybody got my sense of humor. Mm -hmm. I was always the the asshole, quote, unquote. Yeah. And, but in wrestling, guy that's always got a smart ass comedy. Yeah. But in wrestling, it's perfectly acceptable because that's how we all talk to each other. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's a weird, uh, I like, like, I recently, I don't even say I've stepped foot in the comedy world, but like you came and saw me do stand up, and yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to do that, but with my schedule, it's so hard to get to open mics and all this and that. And I know and I know the routine. Yeah, you go to open mics until you're good enough to get on get on a stage and do shows, and you're an MC. And, I, and and like I look at it, and I'm thinking like, does I, I should be accustomed to this because I came up in professional like the professional wrestling business. And, like, I'm used to people just, I mean, not necessarily putting you down, but just that type of relationship of, like, yeah. I'm going to bust your balls for an hour instead of just sit here and yeah. be nice. But when we need to have a legitimate conversation, yeah, we and I need to tell you that you did this very well, I'll do that, you know? Yeah. And it's, like, I don't know. It's weird. It's, yeah. it's, it's, I don't know if it's my comfort level or the fact that it sounds so egotistical and I don't mean it to. Like, my love, my where I am in professional wrestling with the company that I'm at, I get a certain level of respect from people and like ass kissing that I don't like. <laughs> and, and a lot of people know that. And I, you know, I explain it like, listen, don't kiss my ass to try to get a, like, you'll get a job if you're good enough yeah. or you'll get a spot on the card if you're good enough, but don't, don't kiss my ass to try to get it. Like just be, just be you. I just want to know you because I want to know who I'm getting into business with, like who I'm, who I'm booking or who I'm like putting my trust in. Yeah. And that's like, like, that's kind of similar like, because I was going to PWX for damn near three years, and me and you didn't know each other, and that's because yeah. I was always at a show. Patrick is the most intimidating looking guy walking Am around because he because you're so busy and you're always stone faced. Oh yeah, and so you just walk around. And you're like that. 
that guy is not a guy you want to bother because he's on a mission right yeah. now. Yeah. So it was I like, do get into my zone. I get into so, my zone. And that's I, that might be what the what makes me good at what I do. But but uh yeah, and it was then I handed you uh kendo stick at a show before the show and you I remember didn't know that. it was me. And it was that on your wrestling open forum I commented it's like, Hey, I'm the one that handed you you're like, Really? Because you knew uh, my name from yeah, wrestling open yeah, forum. Yeah. Uh, and then ever since then, luckily, I was lucky That's enough to be insane. on there a few times. I didn't know you. I, I think I did know, like, in conversation that you had been going to shows for a few years. Mm. But I didn't know it was that long. Well, see, I knew, because uh, I always talked to Brian. Uh-huh. And me and Brian would talk regularly on the phone. Gotcha. Uh but Brian's never, good about that. Brian, yeah. Brian's good about being, like, I'm, I'm, I feel like I got more of an open kind of vibe to me now yeah. than I used to with fans. Because... Like I like legitimately, whenever Brian took over the company, and we kind of talked about it in the last episode of uh, the podcast, is I, I I told him I said I don't want any I don't want any recognition I don't want to be known as the guy behind the scenes I I just want to do what I do what do what I do and make it successful. Like I have no I have no interest and I still have no interest in fame at all or recognition. I don't and I, sometimes that hurts, sometimes it doesn't. But like when I do stand up is not or when I try to do stand up, I should say. Uh, it's not because I, I wanted to be on stage and I want all the lights on me. No, no, no. It's that it's like this look. I watched it for a year and a half at Cabarrus Brewing while we did the shows, the comedy shows, and I was like, man, this looks like so much fun. Like, I, and and I wonder if I could do it. That's what got. I mean, for a year, I told Nick and Joel that I was going to do it, and I was going to. I, I, I promise you, man. I'm going to get up there. I promise you. Was well, he? I told you that, that uh, like. Because I've thought people have always told me like, "Hey, you should try stand up." It's like, "Well, I'm funny in conversation. I don't know if I could write mm-hmm. a joke." Uh, so then when I saw you doing it, I was like, "I drove an hour and a half to go see Patrick." Dude, which that's I have. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, this this dude, <laughs> like, <laughs> like people, no, but seriously, you you crawl, you like step over that like it's like it's nothing. But there, like that level of support is fucking insane. It like is it, so appreciative that it's it, it's like whenever you walked in, I was like, dude, because nobody it, else like Brian didn't come. No, not to bust on Brian's ball. <laughs> no, but but he, he was working. He was working, yeah. and he couldn't make it. But, but like, I have best friends that that didn't come. You know, like I came up there. I saw it. I was like, I was like, it's the same way I view uh, wrestling. They've been so so supportive of me and so supportive of weekends yeah. that anybody that's helped me out or given me a shot, you gave me a shot to do commentary on Pure, which yeah. is something I never thought. And initially, I turned down because it scared the living yeah. crap out but that's, of me. But that's, but that's the but, that's what I, that's what it's about is. You, of course, you're going to say it's going to be scary, but you have to have somebody that's going to be like, no, you know what? I don't give a shit if you're good or not. Like, yeah. just just freaking jump in the deep end and, and just see how good you swim. You but, know? Uh, I tell you, anybody that has the chance to drive an hour and a half to China Grove, do it. I love that place. <laughs> <laughs> it is so Mayberry meets Squidbillies. It is. It is. I, I love it. Is. it. Like, the first thing I saw when I got it on cap. The car was this little sidekick gym that's in this little tin yeah. can shed. Yeah. I was like, then I walk into the bar and the dude's wearing a redneck rampage shirt. I was like, oh, this is awesome. This is this like, is great. That's where I grew up. <laughs> it was just funny because I wouldn't consider you a redneck, but everybody else there, it was I'm like, not at all. Like, it's I like I don't, I don't feel like I am. I feel like I give that kind of t- like I give that appearance when I talk to people because, but I've tried so hard to get rid of my country accent. Like it's it's nowhere near it. Like it used to be. It's funny because like when we do the wrestling open forum, I'd be I'd come out like I'm talking now, and it'd be a little bit of a little. You can tell I got a North Carolina accent or that little Southern accent, but it's not like hey y'all, you know blah blah blah. <laughs> but man, when I start drinking, 
like yeah, after about the third beer, like <laughs> that that filter that like stops like right here, but from my brain to my mouth, <laughs> that's that makes me die, like 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 correct my dialect and try to pronunciate better. Yeah, like is gone, is yeah. gone, and I go straight, hey, buddy, yeah, straight seventeen year old Patrick <laughs> of like, hey y'all, hey, no, I need to talk to y'all. Hey, come okay? here, bro, come hey, here, bro. Yeah, it's, oh, it's horrible. <laughs> see, now, and I know this uh, interview is supposed to be about me, but I just I just want to say. Oh, we're just if talking. You have it's a, not yeah. an interview. We're just yeah. talking. Interview. All right. This, this whole conversation. Con- I have my friends on, then, and the, we just talk. Then let's conversate. And hopefully people because, watch it and listen to it because it's on <laughs> iTunes and Stitcher Radio now. Let's see. We'll just uh, tag a tag a uh, name on it. Okay. Like uh, Tuesdays with Brad Wilson and possibly CM Punk. Like so, really like oh, people's going to click it. We're like, hey, is he going to be it. on? Like, yes, yeah, and maybe CM Punk, or just like maybe, like maybe Barack Obama, maybe maybe Trump. That's what you got to do. Start getting those clicks. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but not like Cane Punch County. I had a great time. That I didn't know Good. what to expect. Good. Uh, I would trying. go watch you guys again. Awesome. I think his name is Joel. The guy that yeah. went on yeah. is, and I I walked up and him and told him. And this is this. I think this is what helped me get a little bit of respect with the guys in wrestling. Yeah. Is I'll give you my honest opinion. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be an asshole about it, but if you ask me if it was good or not, I'll tell you if it was good or not. And if you ask yeah. me, yeah, uh, which but, is which is appreciated mostly yeah. by people that want to be better at their craft yeah. and are working towards being great at what they try to do. Yeah. Like that's but, highly appreciated. But I went up to Joel afterwards. I was like, man, I was like, because I love stand up comedy. Yeah, I love stand up. And I was like, I've seen a lot of stand up. I've seen some really big names. Mm-hmm. I was like, he's just as funny as any of them, dude. Yeah, like he's I've seen Kevin James, gifted. like the. Like th- that dude is, I died the entire the, set. Like, the crazy thing, and I won't get into like Joel's whole story, like <laughs> right here because I'm, he's going to be on the podcast, like coming up episode of the podcast, like sooner rather than later. No. Uh, we just got to work our schedules out. I don't know. That's that's the weird thing is we're best friends, and it's like, <laughs> hey, dude, can you record it? No, no, okay, uh, we'll record tomorrow. No, okay, we'll do it next week. And but uh, we're supposed to do, we're supposed to record him and Nick's episode after the comedy show. That didn't happen. We were all dead <laughs> tired. But uh. Like Joel, me and Joel and Nick have been friends since high school, and we used to film videos, and that's how Cane Punch came about. Mm-hmm. It was a Joel and Nick show, then it was a Joel Reyes show, and then it was th- what we called Chickle Pickings, because we were at a party hammered one time, and uh, I think either Nick or Joel, Ryan, when our friend Ryan said, tried to say pickle chickens, and they said Chickle Pickings, <laughs> and we were like, oh, dude, that's amazing, <laughs> and uh, we did that for a little bit, and then like Joel and Nick went to the military, and we kind of stopped, and then like every time they'd come home, we'd film stuff. And then when they got out of the military and moved back here, they Joel and Joel started doing stand up, and Joel got really good and got a quick rise in stand up because he was doing it through the comedy zone and he had the right connections to the point where he got Nick, him and Nick a gig with I can't I can't remember the guy's name I do remember but I don't want to put it out here but with a guy and they did like a tour in the Northeast of casinos mm. doing stand up and then Joel had. Uh, an opportunity to go out to Los Angeles or not Los Angeles, but California where his mom lives and do rap music. Cause that's some music is another, like Nick is Nick and Joel are both in music. I love doing the music side. That's why we do can punch music and stuff, but I'm not, I'm talented at like editing and mixing and producing. Yeah. I'm not good at singing or anything like that. Um, but yes, but he, and so when he went out there, he's like, he kind of like killed his stand up career because, he he was out there for two years and uh, so, and nobody ever heard from him around here. So now he's just now getting back into. I've, I've been trying to get him, and I think like we did our we've done a few of the Cane Punch comedy shows, but this is the new version of it. 
we're trying to figure out how we how we want to do it before we start taking on the road and yeah. traveling with it. But uh, but yeah, man, he's like that. That could be something he was born to do. Like, like, it's like, so that's what because he he came to me after that show and he's like that that was that set was horrible. I was like, what? No, I I loved it. No, he's like no. He's like the people walked in the door right right at my punchline and this and that. And I was like, dude, that the the fact that the first ten minutes of your set was you just like talking about random stuff in the room, like people and situations and things that are going on in the room that you couldn't have written, like you couldn't have written and put it down and worked out. And every and everything you were talking about got a laugh before yeah. you started going into your material that you've written. Yeah, it's like, dude, it that's insane. It was. He was a truly, truly talented. I wish I had talented friends. Where are all my friends that are talented? Right here. Oh, that's true. That's like all my non-wrestling friends. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's hard. Well, like, it, I, yeah, I'm, I'm completely, I, I'm truly blessed at the how talented a lot of my friends are. But that also goes back to, like, like we've not necessarily. I've never wanted to be famous. I feel like I think Nick and Joel want like they they chase that fame kind of. Mm-hmm. And I hope I'm not. I mean, fuck it, fuck them. Yeah, they're chasing. They chase fame. Like they, that's that's like a, that's what drives. That's a piece of what drives them. But I like that. And that's never driven me. Like I, I just the creativity aspect of it is what drives me. And like mastering something, or maybe even the reaction of the yeah. crowd. Like like we talked about William's birthday last weekend. Yeah. Like the reaction, his reaction when some of those people came out. Like, oh yeah, when I, did, like, I didn't want to do it, I, like I, I told Brian earlier that day, I said, "Man, I, I'm, we have so much stuff and so much money on the line, and so many big opportunities coming up that I don't want to waste my night doing this." I mean, I, I, I like William, I is, but from a business perspective, this makes no sense at all because we have so we have a big show tomorrow that we're trying to sell out. They're trying to make money back. We have the big show coming up at the arena. We got we just got to get set up for pure, and a lot of that falls on me because I do all the production aspect yeah. of it. But dude, yeah, with the first the, his first reaction when I think uh I think it was uh did Jamie Jamie came out after like Jamie Donst, came out. Yep. The Donst reaction, dude, it was like dude, this it, it I, I got caught up in the bullshit yeah. and it took me away from why I love doing what I do. And that's and that, I, uh, like that single that single moment like just humble like humble pie just Hammered me on the head and just like this is why you do what you do. And this is that's what's great about being a fan. Like I love, like as much as I could find out what's going to happen on any show at any time before mm-hmm. it starts, and I don't seek that out yeah. because I love being a fan. I love being surprised. I didn't mm-hmm. know a single match that was happening that night. I knew yeah. the main event because William told me he's like, "Here's a little tease. This is going to be it." But I didn't know anybody else that was there. Gotcha. There were people there that I didn't even know was there because it was raining outside, yeah. and I refused to go outside yeah. and hang out back there. <laughs> but uh, I don't step out in the rain. <laughs> it's like don't. But uh, it is it is so fun just being a fan, and then seeing I was sitting over there and I could see his reactions and yeah. see those. And that's why I like taking my nephews wrestling because there's still those honest moments that when you're an adult, when you get to relive those, because, you know, life will beat you down, wear you down. And wrestling is such an escapist experience to all of us that to where from bell to bell, Mm -hmm. we get to be a kid again. It doesn't matter when mortgage are due. It doesn't matter when the cell phone bill is due. Uh, Yeah, that's true. That's very Um, true. And it's it's amazing because, like, you step out, like, these past two weekends, I have no free time to do anything. I'm just a fan and, and I don't have free time. Yeah, like, and, and, and I don't, like, I don't, from my perspective, I don't get, I, I sh- from for as much, Brian as well, but, I mean, he pays what he can, but we should get paid a lot more than what we get paid to do what we do. 
but that's when passion comes in. Yeah, and, and that's so I'm not I'm not saying that I, I'm not putting that out there that I want to get passion get paid more because a, passion is what drives everybody. He's not saying he's just no. saying. But it's like, but from from outsider's perspective, they they can look at it and be like, oh, what do you make like a hundred thousand dollars a year for how much you work? And I'm like, <laughs> no, that's nowhere a, even, not even a fraction of that. No, it's, but it's, it's like I I have zero time and I'm just a fan. And people ask, mm-hmm. it's because I love the business. Like oh, yeah. I went, I went to uh, I went to a show before and there was. 30 minutes to door and nobody was setting up doors. Nobody had in, uh, chairs, not doors. <laughs> I'm sorry. Nobody setting up chairs. Mm-hmm. There were still curtains. And me and another fan put it together because it had to get done. Yeah. Uh, that stuff I don't mind doing there. I'll drive two or three hours to a show to help support these. Yeah. Because, and they're like, you're, you're crazy. I was like, no. Am I ever going to make the money back from wrestling that I've put into it as no. a fan? That's no. Not, Do I even care? No. Not, I was about to say, that's not, yeah, that's not what it's about. Because it's if a- I was still, like, I gave up on wrestling uh, back in 2000, 2001, mm-hmm. when Vince bought WCW, I was uh, a huge WCW guy, and then the product started going. He didn't yeah, have any competition, competition. Yeah. Um, so it just wasn't for me. I didn't know about indie wrestling. The only thing I knew about independent wrestling was what um, JR would say and Tony Schiavone would say, oh, these are just local guys. They're not. Yeah. So I never pursued it. Yeah. Um, and then I went to a PWX show in 2015. Uh, PJ Black was on the card. It was, uh, a, yeah. it was a pure. It was at uh, what is still one of my favorite venues, Escapade, which we no longer use. Yeah, because but, nobody uh, owns it. Yeah, nobody owns it. Yeah, but it lo- always looked as as if much. You have of, like one point two million dollars. We can buy it, Brad. Hey, I'll find, an, in. find an investor. We'll turn it into a Mexican. I got the first <laughs> five bucks for anybody that's got the other yeah. million. Yeah, uh, but, uh, email us at <laughs> is he? But uh, Tuesday special at gmail dot com. If you are an investor and want to buy a club that we can do wrestling in. It looks I'll do your graphics. Camera. I'll do your graphics in video. Like that, that oh. place was. I don't know if this is too far, but that place was a complete shithole in person. Oh, it is. But it yeah. looked beautiful on camera. Oh yeah, it, it looked beautiful. I remember. Yeah. Uh, I remember, like a funny story is when we were doing the uh, Evolve PWX weekend in July of last year. Gabe goes, uh, "Do you think we can book that building that you guys had PWX or the X16 in?" I was like. <laughs> You don't want to go to that building, Gabe. <laughs> You'll never come back yeah. to Charlotte. Yeah. But I don't know then, if he I went ever... to, then he went to Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> Did I ever tell you the story of how I uh, went to, uh, found PWX? No. I want like, to hear it. All right. I so love this these is, stories. All right. I had given up on wrestling. Hadn't even paid attention to it. Not WWE, not anything. Uh, my friend Garrett, he was like, hey, there's this wrestling show that me and my buddy went to a month ago mm-hmm. he's like we're going again do you want to go i was like i don't have anything to do i'm not really into wrestling i don't yeah. know who any of these guys are when i first started going to shows i was a heckler because i'm an yeah. asshole and i didn't know anybody so it didn't matter we established that yeah <laughs> so but so i went it was i remember it was a, i went back and looked it up it was the the event was called pure which yeah. is kind of like ironic to see and it all come for full was circle that, was the main event cedric versus uh, pj i believe so yeah. because i know pj was there i know adam page was there james drake uh, that's his debut. I knew it. I knew it because it was with I Timmy. Believe. He was tagging with Timmy Lou Rayton, No, no. God, there was somebody that tagged with he Timmy tagging, Lou Rayton. Uh He was tagging with. Uh, what's the? Uh, I know his real name, but I don't. Call Cosby. Really, Kid oh, Chaos. He was with Kid Chaos. That night? Yeah, I did not remember that. I, I believe so because they wrestled Ethan and Elijah. Because I remember Timmy Lou. Are you coming thinking out. of? Uh, I, I remember Timmy Guliani or Guliani. Uh, what's Mikey or Mickey? Z from Raleigh. Mickey uh, Gambino. Gambino. 
Is that who was tagging with I Jimmy? Don't, I don't remember. In my head, I think, it's already I think changed. That's, I think that's who it was. in my head, it's already changed to James Drake. And he says it wasn't him. But to me, and I don't like, think we ever teamed Drake with. Because I remember Timmy coming out, and I was like, who is this guy? He had the streamer back then, the little uh, that ribbon. Was, that was Gambino. Um, the, yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry, and then sorry to like, burst your bubble. Okay, well, so, I'll be the asshole now. Still Drake to me, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> but uh, but no, it came out. And that show, you guys didn't win me over on that show. Because the uh, lights went out. And intermission lasted like two and a half hours. Oh, because we couldn't find the Hispanic. <laughs> you want to hear that, the backstory to that? Let me finish this. Okay. Uh, so I was like, I told my buddy Garrett, I was like, by the time it was over, I was like, it was cool, but I'm never going back again. <laughs> what is that? Oh, people walking on the roof. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought we were getting broken. Yeah. <laughs> SWAT team is here. SWAT team is here. But I was like, oh, I'll never go back again. And he's like, he's like, yeah, man, that, that was crazy. But I went back the next month. I don't yeah. know why. He was, he was like, hey, it's going on. And I went back. Drink and the then, Yeah. <laughs> and then it was Cedric versus Joe. Oh. And I went for that. And oh. that match yeah. is what captured me. Yeah. And ever since then, I've missed, I've missed two PWX shows since then. One was really? for my girlfriend's birthday. One Smart. was the night after Pure One. And I was just drained yeah. so much that I could not pull myself out of bed uh, because I was here like, all day. Yeah. Um, the backstory to that was like they gave us the option if we wanted to use their lights because they had this big like lighting rig above the ring, and we and we were like, yeah, why not? This first time, that's the first time we ever ran that building, and because uh, the entrance was over on the side, wasn't yep. it? and you walked down, they walked up. Yeah. The uh, so we went to intermission. The guy cut the lights off, and we brought the house lights up, and then we couldn't find the guy. Not to mention this guy spoke no English at all. <laughs> and I was like, and I went to the owner, which is this young, uh, this young Hispanic girl. And she, I was like, we need the light guy. And she's like, oh, okay, un, un momento. And she runs off. And like 20 minutes later, he's still not there. And I was like, <laughs> dude, and he, and she's like, he left. What like, do you mean he left? What? He left. And she's like, yeah, he left. He's, he's on his way back. And that might have been like 10 minutes yeah. after I asked. And uh, I said, hey, we got to go. And then he shows up. And he's like. Oh, I'm sorry. I go eat. And I was like, "What? In the middle, <laughs> There's like, a show going yeah, on." Yeah, we're like, we're paying you guys. I don't what. And yeah, but that. Uh, but yeah, then is, that's I, when we decided to use our, our lights from then on. See, I remember. Uh, this, now you know the reason that we use our like we we're so heavy on like we we need our own lights. We need to control own, everything. Yeah, we need control but, everything. But now I do remember. I do remember PJ Black because I remember him saying like, and again, I had no clue who he was. I, had, yeah. I hadn't been watching WWE. Oh, hadn't okay. been watching anything. And he was like, "You didn't know he was straight off he's, WWE." Yeah, he's okay. like, "This is why I left WWE to come to promotion." And I'm sitting there thinking, "Like, you're so full of." Yeah. I was like, "You left WWE," and then I went and looked it up because, and I was like, "Oh, he really did leave just to go back to the Indies." And then now I hardly ever watch WWE. That's, still, I, like, that's so, one thing that's uh, like sorely overlooked about PWX is we've been so lucky about being able to get people, like like to get talent. And, it's, and part of it is the fact that we like we have the relationship with Mike, who knows about a lot of these people from being in PWG or uh, like working with Evolve or WWN or this and that. And uh, he's like he knows almost every almost everybody knows Mike from Hot Spots, yeah. and uh, like he so he he can usually contact them. We're, we're never ones to con like we'll ask. I, I hate asking people for other people's contact information. Yeah. Unless it's like an email, if it's an email or now with the, the beauty of Facebook messengers, you can contact people on messenger. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, who was it that I tried to contact and 
somebody wrote me back and they were like, oh, this really isn't this person. I just run his fan page. <laughs> uh, but I think this is his real Facebook page. And it was under his real name. And I was like, oh, okay. But but it's like and, – and the second piece of that is that Brian will spend the money needed to get people here. Yeah. And that makes a big difference because, like, uh, I've been to great, great shows, and Mm -hmm. I've been to shows that made me question, like, my fanhood. fandom. And it's nothing to go against those wrestlers or those promotions. There's something – because even at the shows that I consider really bad, Mm -hmm. there's fans that are going crazy. So there's a product for absolutely Well, yeah, well, it's like – I tell people all the time, find, find, find what you want your promotion to be. Don't try to be like anybody else. Because we did that. I tried to do that with Evo. I tried to be PWG. And it kind of worked, but there's only a certain level because you're never going to be that. Mm-hmm. Like, if we if we wanted to be like WWE, that's just not possible. Yeah. It's not possible for anybody to touch that because there's such a global phenomenon now that it's it's out of reach. Like, is, anything's possible except for that. But, but, like, that's what Impact Wrestling now, they have, I feel like they have a vision. Yeah. They're like, this is what we want to be. This is what we're going to be. And and it's ten times better now because they're not trying to be like WWE. No, and they they're using their own stars. They're creating their own look. They're creating their own aura. And, and if you look at it, their their top star is a guy WWE gave up on. Yeah, Sammy is my is one of my favorites in the world right now. What he's doing rivals Cody. What Cody has mm-hmm. did, and I don't think he gets nearly the respect he deserves for what he's accomplished. Dude, he's I remember like I, I consider Sammy a good friend. But I remember talking to him. I remember talking to him when he first left WWE when we first booked him. And I had met him like one or, once or twice, like in passing, like maybe at CZW or somewhere. And uh, But me and him became good friends through the run, the first run through PWX, and we stayed in touch. And then I did a Revolver show for him. And I see him. I do all of his WrestleMania shows. And and it's like, his, like he, he is driven, more passionate and driven than Maybe anybody that I know. And his, like, there's a reason that he is doing as well as he is. That's great. Because he's so smart to what he's doing. And he's one of those guys that pre- that's, like, living out what I try to preach to people is, like, find what you want to be and be that. No, like, he, he created this character. That's what he wants to be. And so he's that everywhere he goes. So... It, it in my mind the way I the way I read it is it creates that special thing of like whenever you saw that that WWE or WWE WWE and WCW and ECW for that matter couldn't give you is like when Steve Austin went to the ECW and then showed up in WWE he was two different things yeah like Sammy is going from Lucha Underground even though his name's different but it's the same character that he is in Impact mm. and then that's the same character that he is in New Japan. That's the same character. Like, so it's transparent through the entire world of and professional able, wrestling. And he's able, so smart, to be able to tweak it to capture the crowd that he's after and the yeah. crowd that he's in. Yeah. Because what, uh, what I see a lot with wrestlers is uh, you're great in the ring, but you don't understand how to read the crowd. And what works in the southeast doesn't mm-hmm. always work in the northeast. And what works in the northeast doesn't always work in California. Mm-hmm. And Sammy and the best people in the world know how to take that and tweak it a little bit. You can yeah. still be true to yourself, but there's certain things you have to tweak. Maybe some of a joke that could get over down here uh, yeah. or something you say in the ring can get, go well down here. If you say the same thing in northern California, mm-hmm. well, guess what? You're going to be pushed out like, of the building. Well, yeah. But uh, the, yeah, I agree. And it's, uh, 
I mean, the best one of the best examples of that is the match he had with Ethan in PWX. Uh, it was a wrestling match. Like there was no hardcore stuff. There was no weapons. There was a lot of spit. It was a lot of spit. Maybe excessive spit. Because <laughs> excessively. But was. yeah. But like it was just a straight wrestling match. Yeah. And then afterwards, and, and after that match, I was like, I was like, he's not going to attack him or anything. He's not going to. Yeah. And then Sammy being Sammy comes out, mm-hmm. lo- loses the match, comes attacks your then champion. That's legit. After that was over with, I I, I looked at Brian. I said, okay. We made it through. <laughs> he got got through Love it. Love of God. And then, like, we, I was breaking down production stuff. And next thing you know, shit hits the fan. It's funny, and I'm gonna call out. I'm gonna call out a guy here, uh, Kevin. You know, Kevin, the yeah. security guard. Uh, when that happened, if you go back and watch the tape, I was like, why didn't I see you in there trying to control Sammy? He's like, I was walking up to him. He's like, I saw him grab other people and shake them. And he's like, I decided I didn't want that for my life. <laughs> so if you go Jared, back, and- <laughs> like Jared. Like, barely escaped with his life. <laughs> barely escaped with his life. Oh, Robert, Jared, he like, grabbed Jared, Jared went in ninja mode with that when that slap came, and he kind of... Oh, yeah. The like, reflexes just, from Jared oh, was phenomenal. Oh, my God. It was insane. <laughs> oh, we might have footage of that that we never <laughs> put out. I, I chose not to put it out because I don't want to... Like I don't. I feel like, like, I feel like you glorify stuff like that if you, yeah. if you put it out. So it wasn't on the DVD or anything. But, yeah. The, why, I'm going to go back to something you touched on earlier. Why don't you ever want to do stand-up? Why don't you, let's go to an open listen, mic one night. I don't know. I don't know how to write a joke. I know how to be. I tell you, I, listen, I t- I'll tell you when we get off camera. I just wrote my first joke. Like the the Ric Flair joke is funny. Yeah, and I kind of. But that's piggybacking on the callback. Yeah. So I don't really consider that writing my my first joke. I wrote my first like legit joke yesterday. About a real situation, and I'll, and I'll tell it to you. I won't do it on camera because I haven't even done. It on, I haven't even done it on stage yet. But writing it yesterday, it was me and my boss was sitting there talking at work, and uh, I was messing around with something. I can't remember what I was messing around with in my head because I always try. Like I'm trying to get in that set when something happens or I see something or something pops in my head. I can try to make a joke out of it. Yes, yeah. I feel like that's what that's how it starts. I have no idea of the process at all. I'm, I'm like I'm with you. I have no idea of like just go. And I can't, and I'm not one of those that can sit down and just start writing funny things. Nah, and I then can't. Re- remembering and recalling. Oh, yeah. On stage, and, but that's but what, like, phone. I, like, I, I just, I got it typed up on my phone. <laughs> is I, so I just kept typing when it was hitting me. But, uh, but when I finished it, I, did, I was crying. I was laughing so hard. And I'm so pumped to try that joke or to tell it to, like, I'm, I'm going to tell it to you like I'm going to tell it on stage just, just to get your reaction. I told it, like, two people, I told it to, uh, my girlfriend and she like busted out laughing. Didn't you say she never yeah. laughed at your no, joke? Too? So, no, dude. Oh, that's a, that's she's an accomplishment the most, herself. I love her to death because she's the most supportive person on the face of the earth. But yeah, like when it comes to comedy, she like thank God her sister was at the Cane Point show because <laughs> the whole time Katie's just sitting there like, <laughs> and her sister <laughs> was inside of her just cracking up the whole time. You know, like, you're so funny. And I was know, like, thank God. You know what I love the most about Katie? What? She never remembers who I am. She introduces herself to me every oh, single time. <laughs> and usually somebody of my size. And <laughs> yeah. it's doofy it's looking Brad, as I look. Yeah. She's like, hey, I'm Katie. I was like, hey, I'm Brad. Again. Uh, we've met. Like, <laughs> I've been to your house, Katie. I've been to your house several times. <laughs> but <laughs> Bless her. Bless her. Man, but no, man. but yeah, she's, if, yeah, if you can crack her, then you've done something. Nice. Like she, but she's one of those people that laughs at things that, like, 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 say if I step on a rake and it comes up and hits me in the nuts, she'll lose her <laughs> shit. But if I try to say something funny to her, she'll just be like, 
Maybe you should give slapstick no. comedy a chance. <laughs> just <start. laughs> have like have like a ball going, a tennis ball, like wham. <gasps> but I I remember watching you do it uh, when I went up to Concord, well, trying to grove. I don't know if it's considered same thing, same thing. But yeah, close uh, enough. And I was like, I was like, I had a lot of respect. I was like, man, because that's that's something. Again, I've always had. I've always, man, I want to try that, but I never had the courage to try it. I was like, now that's part of the reason Dude, I, I drove up to go see. You. I was like, because it takes a lot to go up there. Because more than more than anything, you're alone uh-huh. up there with a microphone in front oh, of a yeah. room but full of people. That's kind. Of, that can be kind of. I don't know. For me, that's not the scary part. I, I'll stand in front. Of, I'll stand in front of people. But I've I've done trivia. I've done the wrestling thing for a long time, where I've talked a few times in front of the big crowds. And it's like I don't. That doesn't bother me at all. I'm I'm never nervous about getting up there and talking in front of people. Like it doesn't even make me nervous when I'm just looking at people, like with mm. the microphone at all. I almost did music bingo as a, as Ooh, a side job. There you go. That, and, uh, that's what you. That's how you like slither your way into that. Because I had a buddy that does it, and he was like, "Hey, I'm looking for people to fill in so I can pick up more venues." Yeah. And this was before I started the job where I'm oh, at. I was trying now. to like build like a yeah. whole thing. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, so I went over. Uh, we met at a bar that's couple miles from my house that he happened to be doing it mm-hmm. at and like i was going to do it because at the time i i needed a job uh, i just not? needed the extra money uh, and then i eventually got this job and the hours weren't going to allow me to do it yeah but i remember him being in there and he was so into it all night and then but like there was one person that enjoyed this music being <laughs> and i was like man that's, like, that's so all much. that's all that's that's the first thing that like jake and a bunch of other people that helped me it's like just find that one person that's <laughs> enjoying you and just lock with them and just go off them. And that's, I mean, but it's, I don't know. I've, like, the first time I did it, was it wasn't horrible. And even, like, I talked to this, uh, one of the girls that does the, uh, that does the Facebook groups for comedy and stuff. And she was there when I bombed. And I said, and I met her for the first time. They, people introduced me. And I said, hey, my name's Patrick. I said, she's like, oh, yeah, I remember you from The Muse. And I was like... Listen, I'm, don't don't judge me by that. <laughs> that was horrible. She's like, no, that. So it's never as bad. She's like, no, I've seen people bomb, and you didn't bomb. You <laughs> you did fine. You're only your third time ever. And I was like, I know, but I hold a high standard that yeah. I, this is what I want to be. This is what I want to do. See, me and you are a lot yeah. like, and it goes back to something you said earlier: the creativity aspect. Yeah. that's why you want to be because me and you were both edit. Mm-hmm. Me and you. So I think me and you have a lot of common as to where i love seeing something from nothing and creating the process that's the beauty that's the beauty of anything um, cre- like the of creativity is yeah. it comes from a thought in your brain and then you're able to make it a reality and yeah. that's the best way. and then when you see people enjoying it yeah is it but the the flip side of that is when you work so hard all the time and you show it to people yeah and they think it's absolutely garbage yeah <laughs> it is so soul crushing yeah so i've had like that that's the crazy thing about China Grove set is that was the first one I done since I did since I like just like bombed incredibly on stage. So I was I was ner- and also like I was I was talking to Joel about this right before we started the show is I said I would I would rather do my stand up set or just practice jokes in front of complete strangers than people I know. Because I don't I mean I for for me if I feel like it might be because I have to live with Katie all day yeah. <laughs> all day every day. But uh for me, is is like people I know can tell if I'm full of shit or if I'm not, or are like, oh, this is just Patrick. To where strangers are kind of like they, I don't know. It's a weird, like it's a weird seesaw of emotion because you don't know. I feel like strangers at a comedy show, like people that come to a comedy show that you have no idea. It's almost like going to school for the first time in a new town. 
Like you can be whatever you want to. So how like, did how do you decide what type of comedian you want to be? Have you even decided? Like I d- you, haven't. You, like because like, there's like the Mitch Hedberg's, the one line. Yeah. There's like it's um. Where is it? I mean, your only one. Your next show will be your fifth show. So yeah, my fifth. There's still a lot of yeah. Growing I'm to go. like I'm not even. But, and the thing is, is like oh, like I've only done one open mic, and I want to do more. But I feel like even though the open mic at the at the evening muse in Charlotte was awesome, and if you can go and you're a comedian, and I can't wait to go back just to try to kill that whole. Like that's my goal now is to go back to the muse for that thing because that's the first time I've ever presented myself. I mean, I knew a lot of these comedians because. Jake books the Cabarrus show for me, so mm-hmm. they've all come through and I've met them. But uh, I mean, it's it's different when you're like, oh, I'm just I'm the guy that helps put this thing together. I'm the production guy, but I'm Patrick. Nice to meet you. And all of them think I work at the brewery. <laughs> all of them because I always have Cabarrus brewing shirts on. But uh, it's it's completely different when you you're just a production guy and when you're trying to do what they do. Like whenever you become a peer or like you want to be at, at their level. So a lot of them, I mean, they've all been very nice, but a lot of them that I don't know from the comedy scene were there. So it's the first time that you ever step foot and you're like, I'm going to try this. So which locker rooms are are the craziest? Is it a locker room full of wrestlers or a locker room full of comedians? Wrestlers. I, well, I don't know. I think they be they both have because I I don't because I haven't really had the the experience because like. That was the first time I've been around a bunch of them, mm. and I've tried. And everybody seemed like I, I stayed pretty quiet because I don't want to overstep my boundaries. I've taken my wrestling training into the comedy world of like, you just introduce yourself, keep your mouth shut, and just listen. So I mean, I, I told myself that I'm just going to sit here. So I said hey to Jake. I saw a few other comedians that I've I've done some like things with or done some graphics or stuff for. Said hey to him, and I just sat there. And, like, Darius was there supporting one of his friends. So I saw Darius. I talked to him for a little bit. And then I was, like, the second or third comedian that went up. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Because no, none of them were really – like, people tell me that uh, there's, like, there's sometimes there's circles. And it's hard to get in that circle. Yeah. And then – and I don't really care about any of that stuff. I don't really care what any of them think of me. I just want to – I want them to know that I'm going to work my ass off to protect – like, protect and – perfect this craft see, like, and that's, that's so kind of, that's, uh, so yeah it's i'm not like even though i can't make it to a, you don't see me everywhere doesn't mean that i'm not going to do my best to be good at this and respect the art respect the craft and this and that and i think once they know me i think especially once they and i might be stepping out of or talking out of turn but once they find out how like all the create creative things i can do for the community comedy community that's when that's that's gonna be my door in. Yeah, Does that makes sense. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, it's like it's like two different beasts because there it's I don't know I, because I just hear things I don't know the I haven't stepped deep enough into that world to understand it yet. So it's like do you you go into wrestling and you and you and you want to look good you want to have an insane body you want to be very athletic you want to understand the. These are all reasons why Brad Wilson is not a wrestler. (laughs) You know what I mean? But that's – you go into a wrestling locker room, and that's that's what you think about. But then you go into a comedian locker room, and in in my – like the funnier you look as a comedian, I think the more people are going to laugh. Yeah, like like it's almost an advantage to not look good, which I'm not saying I look good, but I'm (laughs) – 
I'm, from what everybody ever tells me from the comedy thing is like you're an attractive dude. <laughs> like that's gonna and you know what I mean. Yeah. It's just and I'm like so I'm an attractive guy. Uh, I'm I, I guess I'm kind of fit. I don't know if that has anything to do with it. It's like it's like you scratch all that away and you just go up there and you just gotta be funny. Nice. Like and and it's I don't know it's weird and I, I don't even like talk. Well, I, I don't mind talking about it, but because I've I feel like I haven't done it enough. Mm. To like talk about it, yeah. like I haven't, I haven't done. I've only done it a few times, and and I got that energy built up. And the problem now is I'm not that damn 21 year old kid anymore that yeah. has nothing to do where I can just jump in and go. go. I have like a full time job. I have to help run PWX. I have the trivia, and you know, and it's and I don't want to be the one of those people that say Jake and I've told Jake this. Like I want, I want to just do stand up every third Thursday at Cabarrus. Because I because I help run the thing, I don't want to do that. I like, I want to step out. I, now, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. Yeah, but I also I like I'll, then you also take into consideration. And I know I'm getting long winded. You take into consideration: Do I really want to start this journey at 35 years old? Like to just hit up open mics for like the next couple of years and try to perfect my craft. But there's or, always the if you don't, then it's going to be what if. Yeah, well, yeah, so. and I don't live by what if. That's why. That's why I finally was just like, you know what, screw it, I'm going to do it. Because I remember seeing there's a, there's a comedian in Charlotte named Jason King, and I had a conversation with him, and uh, super insane, like one of, probably one of the best comedians I've seen, like local comedians I've seen in the area, and just so just so flawless and makes it look so easy, just incredible, and uh, I remember him just saying like, "Fuck it, just do it." Like, what do you have to lose? People don't laugh. What, that's how. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's how. That's how you know if you. He said, "I can't." It's not verbatim, but it's. He was saying like, you don't know unless you do it, and that made me realize that. Like that talk made me realize like, where did my? I used to be like that all the time about everything. Like that's why. That's why me and my friends have done a, a CD. That's why. Like we we do music. That's why we do stand up or not stand up. That's why we do the comedy group. That's why I got into wrestling because. Like, like yeah, it. like that's what I tell everybody. If you want to do something, just there's there's a way to do it, and don't and don't judge it by in, like the world's views of what success is. Success is not like having a million dollars in the bank. No, no, and I've I've, I've realized I still want to have a million dollars. Oh in the yeah, bank. I mean but, that's that that's that's, that's like, like whipped cream on top of the cake. Yeah, but but like to me, like uh, to go back to Pure Three when you gave me the opportunity to do uh, commentary, uh-huh. and I initially turned it down. And I saw uh, Saeed Al-Sabah posted, don't let fear dictate your choices. Yeah. And it was like immediately after I told you no, and that got me thinking. And I was mm-hmm. like, I was like, that really hit me. And I actually That's messaged awesome. it. And I was yeah. like, thanks for posting that. I was like, you don't know. You didn't post it. You don't, they had no clue about yeah. me even reading it. I was like, but that changed me. Yeah. I was like, and I hit you up. I was like, hey, if the spot's still available, um, I'd like to give it a shot. So well, that's like, I was the, uh, it's cool. It's cool that you mentioned that because you don't know what when you post something inspirational on social media. Like social media is such shit now. Yeah. That I like Sayu because he posts inspirational stuff mm-hmm. and like stuff that's true to himself. So like I, I feel like we need a movement. I might start a movement like like I don't know like preach positivity hashtag yeah. preach positivity the of only- where like we post. Let's start it right yeah. now. 
Hashtag. Yeah, hashtag preach positivity. Stop posting dumb shit. No, preach positivity. Preach pres- Oh, yeah. You can't, you can't stop, say stop posting dumb shit to preach positivity. <laughs> All right. Like, I'm learning. I'm learning. Preach, I'm like, so every day, every day we have to post something positive. Positive. All right. We'll do it. On our, on our social in. media accounts. Is and uh, so, yeah, it's like when you, that's the power of positivity and the power of creativity and the positive of, in the, I'm sorry, in the, the, the power of the positivity. Po- power. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, and that's, but like there was a memory that came up a year ago when Cedric's last match, when Jake was talking to Cedric and he, and him saying like, he's an example of if you do it right, no matter what your age, no matter what, how many times you've screwed up, no matter how many lost opportunities you think you've had, like just believe in yourself. And if you got something that you want to do, just do it. Like I love using Cedric as an example, even though I don't have, I've met Cedric uh, once mm-hmm. and had a conversation with him. Like yeah. I've met him of course over the years, shook mm-hmm. his hand, said, Hey, what's up? But I've only had like one real conversation with him. Uh, but I remember being at shows where like nobody was at his gimmicks yeah. and like nobody, it was because Charlotte got so spoiled by Cedric. It got to a yeah. point, well, that's just Cedric. And then, but Cedric was always special. The first time yeah. you see Cedric, you know there's something a little different about this. What's guy. crazy is I remember, I remember when Cedric first started coming around and everybody saying like this, this is the guy. Mm. Like before he was any good, like when he was straight out of college, like college wrestling, he was super skinny, and really like like NWA New Beginnings. Like you look that up, that Cedric up. I'll go look at that. And uh, yeah, and it's yeah, and that's I mean he's that's that's why I love Cedric because he's still so humble. And he he understands. He's one of those few people that understands how like the work, the hard work, and the and the opportunity, how opportunity and hard work kind of fall here. Yeah. And you have to wait until they cross, and, and like, it's your time. Like because he, that's what a lot of people get lost on. Is uh, I mean, I use this podcast as an example. Like I'll post this podcast, and I'm saying this just so in uh, like a year when I've done what 52 of these things. And we have uh, hopefully an exponential grow, growth in fo- in listeners and followers. It's like maybe maybe like fifteen people listen to this podcast now, and it's just like you just got to put your head down and grind and yeah. do it. And and it's not like this podcast isn't even about like getting viewers or listeners and this. It's I've always done things for everybody else. I've always helped other people get what they need to do, and I finally decided at that. 34, 35 years old that I want to do, I want to do something for myself. Yeah. And one of the funnest things I do is podcast. And one of the f- even more fun things that I do than that is sit down and have talks with my friends and, and people that I admire and I look up to and that I can sit here and talk and get their stories and get this and that. Yeah. Like, like the beauty of a podcast episode is even though like me and you have become friends over the last probably what year. Yeah. Like I'll know more about you after this conversation than I ever knew before. Yeah, you know definitely. what I mean. And like that's what's crazy and great about wrestling as a whole. I've met so many great people. Oh like, yeah. Like one something that I will admire for the rest of my life. Life may get to the point where I'm not able to go to as many shows as I do, but mm-hmm. I'll always have these memories. And I yeah. I, I ride on the Maybe. road a lot with the Zons, Ed Zon mm-hmm. and Gassy Zon, mm-hmm. and I've learned so much from Ed. And a lot of the respect that I've got from the guys in the back that started accepting me in yeah. is walking into a room with Ed, who has accomplished a lot, mm-hmm. and like, all right, this guy isn't just yeah. a, a normal. Well, I am just a normal marketing fan, but they'll yeah. at least accept me a little bit more as to not. It's not why the hell are you 
back here yeah. during this yeah. time. It's like, gotcha. well, no. And now it's got to the point where if I'm not at a show, I'll get messages where, yeah, why, why weren't you here? Yeah. This is, but uh, but not those riding on the road with those guys, riding on the road with high profile, mm-hmm. uh, going up to Tennessee, down to Florida, to Georgia, to Virginia, West yeah. Virginia, those are things that I, I'm sorry to my regular friends outside of wrestling that I'd rather be doing that than going into the same city bar yeah, every Friday because those memories all become repetitive. And mm-hmm. I've met—I would have never met you. Uh, yeah, that came from wrestling. Yeah. I would have never met Ed. Um, and now I don't, I've got to the point where WWE is great for what it is, but it's not for me. Indie wrestling is for me. Yeah, and I'm not—I never—I used to knock WWE, but I don't anymore because it's a bit. It's the only billion-dollar wrestling company to yeah. ever exist, and now they just signed a new billion-dollar deal. WWE helps um, indie wrestling survive. Yeah. yeah. If it wasn't for WWE, and I've always thought about that, they're like, mm-hmm. oh, well, WWE, if WWE goes away, a lot of indie wrestling is going oh, to go yeah. away. Yeah. Um, so, like, they're, but, they're the ones that make normal people fans of wrestling. Yeah. So their, their Monday Night Raw or SmackDown will drive people to – go to a wrestling show, like an independent wrestling show in their hometown. Yeah. That's that's what people overlook. And uh, and me, I was kind of reversed because Indy got me back into mm-hmm. WWE, and that's why I was never able. Now I, I find myself watching WWE to see guys that I know. Yeah. Um, that's so. the crazy thing now <laughs> like, is that I remember I remember a time when I watch. That's the only reason I watch WWE is to watch people that I know and see. And NXT is just like – it's that's insane. I I was talking to this kid the other day when he was asking me when he found out I was wrestling. He's like, "Do you know this person?" I was like, "Actually, yeah." You know this person? Yeah. You know <laughs> this person? Yeah. And like like ten out of the twelve people he named, I know on a personal level yeah. of like having sitting with them, having conversations with. Them. If I saw him like in a hallway, I'd be like, "Oh, hey, Kev. Oh, hey, Patrick." Oh, hey, you know, it's ridiculous, and, man. And it's crazy to me to think that, like, with James Drake, like, I've I've went and had beers with James Drake, and mm-hmm. now he's getting he's to a certain getting, yeah. national recognition, and yeah. it's so happy. And I, I've told him, I was like, it's going to get to a point where I say, I miss seeing James Drake. Yeah. And that's what I hope for all these guys. Yeah. And ultimately, because what you said, you want to see other people succeed, that's what gets my happiness. Uh, my happiness doesn't come from my personal success. Mm-hmm. I love seeing the people around me see. That's why I'll give people a ride here, ride that's there. That's you like seeing the that's people you support yeah. succeed. Yeah. That's why I'll buy. So I have like, what, 150 wrestling shirts. I, I don't need that many shirts, but I want to help feel like I'm helping yes, you support do. these guys. You need that many shirts. <laughs> I'm like, a shirt connoisseur that I get fussed at about every day of my life. That's like, but yes. But it, it's so crazy. And then, uh, especially like weekends are for wrestling grows. I get requests every day. And I don't even accept all the requests I get every day yeah. because I vet them. Like, yeah. I don't allow trolls on weekends mm-hmm. or for wrestling. I don't because, to go back to what we said, Bless social media has become such, yeah. a, such a melting pot of shit yeah. that uh, we pre- hashtag preach positivity, much like what I'm doing right now. Preach positivity. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, it is. And so the people that are on there, and if people post stuff that are out of line, they get deleted with no recognition. Yeah. Um, I don't post anything about it. I'll say, hey, this person, I don't comment. It's yeah. just remove it. I remove the comment, and I go. Because what I want is a community where – you can go sell your merch. You can go mm-hmm. pump your shows. You can post your promos, yeah. and you can feel like you fit in. The central, like central hub, yeah, of preaching positivity to <laughs> professional, wrestling. <laughs> independent professional wrestling. I don't know how long this interviews went, but I hope I hope we still have listeners. By Maybe now. I don't know. This is it's fun, been though. real fun. We got to wrap it up because I see everything like under an hour. 
Okay. So how long you, have we been going? It's like, like it's uh, one hour. Oh, all right, cool. One yeah, <laughs> so, one hour. So you get, tell everybody where they can find you on social media. Is a Facebook. Uh, as of right now, it's Facebook. Just search hashtag Weekends Are For Wrestling. Uh, coming soon, and I will be starting the Instagram. I want to get a website up and running. I have some big things planned that I'm not going to discuss yet until it's all finalized. I'm not sure if you've been made aware of it, but there are some big, big things that I'm wanting to do nice. going forward to help pump it, and I'll, I'll kind of go over that after we yes. sign off here. Let's um, do it. Uh, I'll tell you a joke, too. Yeah. So <laughs> so we just get to help support each other, brother. Because yeah. we're like, preaching positivity. <laughs> hashtag preach positivity. Hashtag weekends are for wrestling. Hashtag cane punch comedy. I don't know what Thank cane you. punch means, but. Cane, cane punch. Oh, cane. Like, ah. Uh, yeah. All right. Got it. I, a little I thought wrestling was, <laughs> tag in there. I have no I can't remember. I, I thought think, it was like a donkey punch. Like, I, I think we. <laughs> Like, <laughs> I think I, like people ask me, and I think the correct story. This is what I tell everybody. I think the correct story is we used to walk around when we were younger and go cane punch and do that <laughs> to each other, and you have to sell it. It might have been me and my wrestling friends. I don't know, but whenever we decided we weren't going to do chicken pickings anymore, like we said, like we they were throwing out, and I finally said, "Why don't we just do cane punch?" And then oh. and that way we can just be like cane punch. For the tag. Me and, and my friend should have done that. It was always nut oh. slaps. God, y'all so much smarter. Slap nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Cup check. God, could have, could have saved so many painful memories. Just like, with <laughs> a cane punch. Cane punch. <laughs> All right, dude. Thank All you, Brad. It was a pleasure. I appreciate man. it, man. Awesome Thank you. Thank you for listening to Tuesday's special podcast. Subscribe on iTunes, <laughs> leave a like on this video, and um, and comment down below. Oh, yeah. Bang. Oh, yeah, bang. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs>